in Atlantic City, I'm gonna step on him. I'm gonna crush him, y'all. Mark my words in this. And I come in your backyard, baby, for that, my man. Pound for pound, the baddest man, throwing down. No matter what you do, how hard you train, what weight you lift, you're gonna lose. I'm never ever gonna lose. Blatant. I'm the real champion. There'll never be one like me. The world champs to be pretty like me. I am no challenger for no man. I am the lineal heavyweight champion of the world. That means I'm the best. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to an episode of the Jane Beery Boxing Podcast here in the Cult of Ramble Ranch in the Ching and Chenchek Studios. I'm your host, Whiskey J, the cult leader himself, the Grand Wizard of Fuckery, the Chief Engineer, the Shenanigans and Laughter. And for the next couple hours, I'll still be 36. No, yeah, 36. I'm not about doing this by myself. I do have my co-host ready to go wearing the old Dick Twist hoodie because we're gonna talk some <laughs> boxing news, boxing topic, boxing everything. Beer in the motherfucker house, beer. Ooh yeah. All right, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. Very, very good. There's um, a lot of topics this week. This, yeah, this been some pretty, yeah, pretty topics for boxing it, right it now. It was yes. like, oh shit! Like I was thinking about it. Like I was cutting my hair. Shout out to the White Rabbit Parlor in Paramount. Mm. And I was cutting my hair, and I was like, hey, do we even have anything to talk about tonight? Yeah, there's some. And I, actually. while I was cutting my hair, I was going through all the shit, and I'm like, holy crap, we have a lot of good crap. Yeah, we pretty much do actually. You know, from Haney to Joshua to Ryan De La Hoya. And in between other stuff, like, you know, I know that you're pretty sad that uh, Bill Haney disrespected your boy AB, and we'll talk about that tonight. You know, everyone knows that B-Ray is the number, uh, B-Ray has the the Adrian Broner fan base. He moved the headquarters from Sacramento to Whittier, California, and he holds weekly meetings every Wednesday night at the Whittier Town Center. It's a bullshit life, folks. Don't believe it. Yeah, if you guys want to join in, make sure you guys hit up B-Ray at B-Ray89. That's not true. On Instagram. (laughs) It probably got hacked already. It got hacked already. I was about to say <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, there's no meaning of that bullshit, actually. No, not at all. How you doing? Good. Very, very good, man. Hectic. It was pretty hectic, you know? Shit, week. Fuck yeah. Work. It's been a slow week, you know? And Shit. then tomorrow's even easy because I only got like, I'm going to be done in like in an hour and a half. <laughs> I, t- I feel it's going to take me more time to get ready for work than what I'm going to actual work yeah. to do tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Because it's my birthday, so I, I, know, I, re- I arranged some stuff. To get out a little early. Yeah, early, of course. So I can hit the road. Yeah, of course, dude. You got to do that. Because I'm going to Sin City. Sin City. <laughs> I'm going to commit some sins. <laughs> I have sinned. <laughs> and so I'm about to bounce out of here, man. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I don't blame you. But yeah, no, no. So uh, B-Ray, what, what, what's the topics for tonight? Where, where are we going first? Where, what are we going to talk about? Oh, uh, you know, you, you mentioned it first. So I, I thought, why not get the fuck out of the way, man? Adrian Broner, the oh, problem. Man. Oh, man. Hey, B. All about Bill. All about Billy. It's all about whatever. I don't no, know no, Bill. Good Bill Haney. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, yeah. No, no. Answering Bill. <laughs> Answering Bill Haney. Yeah. I don't know how much bills he has with uh, with Don King now. Um, he calls out. He calls basically calls out Devin Haney, but he, he messaged Bill Haney. Well, why would Devin's I mean, dad? <laughs> now here's the crazy thing: I, I, I'm hearing people going, "Well, why would he message? Why would he did? Why didn't he want to t- send the message to Devin Haney? Devin Haney's the fighter." B Ray. Every time there's a Devin Haney fight, who's on the mic hyping the fight? Uh it's usually his dad, no? Bill Haney, right? Yeah, Bill Haney. Yeah. Whenever they're talking about 
Devin Haney on the boxing voice. Shout out to the boxing voice. Yeah. Who's always on that ass show? Bill Haney. Okay. <laughs> Whenever DeZone is talking about Devin Haney, who's quick to be on the to rock and whatever the fuck show on DeZone? I believe it's Bill Haney. So why the fuck would AB then de- DM <laughs> Devin Haney? If Bill Haney is not only the trainer slash also manager. You go, you, you go to the, the manager yeah. to talk about business. Uh-huh. So for all you fans, they're like, oh, you know, that's just, no, it's not disrespectful. Bill Haney has adamantly. I don't think it's disrespectful. And drilled yeah. it into everyone's mind that he is. Yeah. He's, he is the advocate. He's the advocate. Yeah. He's the voice for Bill ha- for Devin I, Haney. I think it's Haney just, promotions. I think it's just we're used to fighters calling on other fighters. I think that's what it is. So if if they fi- if you find it disrespecting, I mean that's on you, brother. Like if you find that way, you I mean you you, you got to deal with that. I just found it weird, but you have a good point on that. But at the same time, I look at it as like fighters call it other fighters. So I, that's all I got to say. See, it was kind of weird. See to me when I hear other fighters talk about oh hey, well let's fight, let's get it done. Well, let's get it done. Sign the contract. You don't got a goddamn thing to say when it comes behind the scene contracts. No, that is between your lawyer, your your manager, your promoter. Got to go over with your team. Yes. Okay. Yep. Simple as that. You know when this whole notion that Floyd, when Floyd left, I'm my own man. No, you weren't Floyd. (laughs) Leonard Ellaby and Al Heyman negotiated all your terms. Yeah. All you did was sign the fucking contract. So when I go, I'm my own boss. No, no, no. Al was your daddy, and Leonard was your stepdaddy. Yep. And your regular daddy wasn't even there to train you. So at the end of the day, people come to this notion, oh, you need to come talk to me because I'm my own boss. No, 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 no. You don't know shit about the business. That's why you have a lawyer and a promoter, yeah, a promoter to handle yep. your business or an Manager. advisor. Yeah. That, yep. So like, what AB like did was correct AB. by going to Bill Haney because whose face is on every fucking topic about Devin Haney? Yeah, it's always Bill, Bill. Haney. Bill. Who... Uh, uh, one more last thing Just some to Stamp what the fuck I'm about yeah. to say We'll move on And we'll get your opinion Two Saturdays ago On the zone Vic, uh, Virgil Ortiz fought Who the fuck Was making noise After the fight And almost got into A fist fight With Bernard Hopkins Oh man That was fucking Bill Haney Thank you Ladies and gentlemen The jury Yeah You almost got executed But yeah <laughs> so, I, That's And I Case of the truth <laughs> Exactly um, I proved my point Bill Haney Broner says, you know, hey, Bill Haney, if you want to get your son, Devin Haney, fucked up, send the contract. I never ran from no man in boxing. Why would I run from your son? Can't punch himself out a wet paper bag. Stop all that cap because I'm with the shit and I want all the smoke. Show me the dotted line. AB <laughs> kept it so relevant. This week. He, you know, he, he, he did. And I'm over here like and I told you when he came home from work, I was like, of course, he wants a payday. Of course, he does. It's going to be one of his biggest, maybe his biggest one. It's interesting. Of course, I would watch that fight. If that fight was made, yeah, I would watch. I would want to watch that fight. I want to. I want to. Re- I want to rewind what you just said. Yeah, and you would think this would be Adrian Broner's biggest fight. Probably to date, maybe biggest fight. Yeah, I disagree with you. I think that is Devin Haney's biggest fight and biggest payday. Devin Haney. I don't know. It's hard to believe. Adrian, I know Adrian he, I, Broner is a, a is. I know is, he sort of has a fucking name. Yes. But I'm looking at it as like, all right, but it's one of those things he said, what have you done lately, really? I, I, I get it. He's a former, what, he's a four-time, I believe, world champion. 130, 135, 140, right. 147. He's a former world champion. I, I get it. But he's, to me, Broner is like, he, he's not really much considered 
as one of the best fucking fighters right now to no, no, fight. No, fuck no, no. I agree, no? I agree with that. Right? So I think that's why I see it. Like, I don't know if that's his biggest fight for Devin Haney. It's a good, probably good next fight for Devin Haney. I think it's better to say this is Devin Haney's uh, mo- uh, another notable win, another notable name on his resume. You can do that. Exactly. I don't know about biggest fight. I agree with you. I agree with you. Devin, Dejan Broner. Broner, probably the biggest. I'm using, well, one of them. I'm using the Jay and Beery boxing policy. What is not what you've done, but mm-hmm. you've done lately. And Broner hasn't done nothing lately, but he has a name under him. Has a name under him. And if, Bro- if uh, Devin Haney were to fight Adrian Broner, he would have. Fuck, I should have just pulled up. Um, he would have back to back to back. Former world title, former world champions on his resume right now. Yeah, and I don't know any other champion currently that has that. Let me pull up Devin Haney's box rack because I, I want to point this out because I was also thinking about that as well. Yeah, let me pull it up box rack for Devin Haney. Right. Hold on, real quick. Mm-hmm. So Devin Haney, thirty-one wins with fifteen knockouts. Right, these are the former world champs he has he has fought since. Uh, hold on, since twenty twenty. Yuriyorkas Gamboa, former world champ. Mm. Jorge Linares, former world champ. Joseph Jojo Diaz, former world champ. Cambozas, former world champ. Vasily Lomachenko, former world mm-hmm. champ. Regis Progate, former, former world, world champ. champ. This guy's gone fighting former or current world champions. Yes. Adrian Broner would be another notch to his belt. He had gone how many? What? So basically, what? One, two, three, four, five. Five six. This would be a, if he fights Adrian Broner. This would be a seventh world title fight yeah. against a former or current world champion. That's that's to me Floyd Mayweather ish type of performance uh, resume right there. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, very true. I'm not comparing him to Floyd. No, 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 no. You get what I'm, you you get right. But I like, get what you're trying to say about him. You know what? he's getting there. He really is. I don't care if he's not a. Crowd pleasing fighter or whatever, but he's really fucking good in there. I, I like to think he's kind of a throwback, man. This guy's he's a fighter. This guy is a fighter. He's a boxer and he's proving himself that he's one of the best just because he's not out there being flamboyant like you fucking seen other fighters. That's how I see Devin Haney. And I think that's one of some of the things that people don't like of him. Cause he's not, I guess, that entertaining or that you know what I mean, like that's how I see it. Haney will do interviews here and there. Right. In between fights. When 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 a fight is announced, he is on him and his team are on overdrive doing interviews. He's a great promoter mm-hmm. when it comes to promoting a fight. And after the fight, collects his check, counts his money, and he disappears. Right. That, that, yep. To come to basically come, you know, fight another fight. Um, do I want to see again him versus Adrian Broner? I think it's an interesting fight. Interesting fight. I said it. I said to you I said to you this. Um, I think what was it on Monday? I think so. It was Monday, yeah. Monday or, or Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. When, I was trying, when I threw some shit at you and we were talking <laughs> shit to you in the kitchen. Um, I said to you, if there's anybody on this current you know, list of few uh, fighters right now, when I mean list, I mean the Ryan Garcia's, the Tiafimo Lopez's, uh, the Devin Haney's, and uh, Shakur Stevens' of the world, like that class, this, this, that class, Devin Haney is the only guy I would allow to get a pass in fighting uh, Adrian Broner. Mm-hmm. I would allow it. Yeah, I would allow that too. After the resume that I just pointed out, like I got it just said, Jorge Linares, Joseph Diaz, Camboza, Lomachenko, Regis Prograde, Yurikas Gamboa, that's actually a good list of fighters he has fought. And fighting someone like an Adrian Broner or Sander Martin, I... To me, I said I think I said it last week. I wouldn't mind if he took a tune-up fight if it mm-hmm. meant him fighting, uh, let's say Ryan Garcia down the line. If Ryan Garcia gets a fight against uh, Roly Romero, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think if anybody deserves a kind of like a quote unquote tune up fight or a pass, Devin Haney deserves a pass. So I don't mind it because I honestly think that would be Devin Haney's biggest fight mm-hmm. on pay per view, too. I think that he did 55,000 pay per views. He sold the arena, which yeah. I think they were scheduled for 14,000 seats. They sold out. They extended it to seventeen or eighteen thousand. So it was yeah. a sold out arena in it San really Francisco. Yep. So he gets uh, he moves tickets. He moves tickets mm-hmm. for a guy who a lot of people consider to be a boring fight. Moves tickets. Pay per view didn't do that good, but I mean you can excuse it. It was the holidays. That too. It was in the month of December. You folks. can excuse yeah. that. Okay, cool. Yep. If especially nowadays that everyone's gonna hold the especially when you have fighters, certain fighters because I've only heard one fighter keep bringing up a certain pay per view. Number the other one doesn't because he knows he's a he's a box office attraction. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm talking about Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia has been mentioning the fact he was in Tank fight. Well, Tank's been doing numbers after numbers after numbers. Yeah, you know he's not doing fifty five thousand. This guy's doing almost hundred k, two hundred k, three hundred k. Exactly. He did a million this last fight. So if there's a guy that's a box office attraction and you know that's the big money fight, it's Tank. At this moment, Ryan's only piggybacking off. One performance. One fucking performance, exactly. Devin yeah. Haney needs another performance to at least show that he belongs in there. In the sense of a, that he moves the needle. I'm sorry to say, Adrian Brown is that guy. Mm-hmm. Adrian Brown is that guy. Whether you, Gabe, or anybody on this fucking uh, on this channel doesn't agree with me, you have to agree. He moves the needle. Mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know that we he always say, it's not what you've done, it's what you've done lately. All Adrian Brown needs to do is get on the mic, say some outlandish, stupid shit, and it's going to get people buzzing. Yep. That's what he's it's good gonna, at. That's what he's fucking good at. I'll give him it's going to get people mouth. buzzing. Because prior to the Pacquiao fight, what had he, what had, he had done? All he did was show up to the Pacquiao fight, say some outlandish shit, and that fight that fight did real... That, that was actually Pacquiao's most successful fight since losing to Floyd. If you really think about it, it was actually Manny that it was... <laughs> He was he had jokes for that fucking fight. But, 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 you know, but yeah, I get you. But prior to that, Pacquiao's numbers since losing the Floyd were not doing it good. Wasn't doing good, really. This was his fight back up to the, like, oh shit, his numbers are back up. And I think, and, and, and it wasn't because of Manny; it was because of Broner yeah, sold the I, fight. I agree. And I and I, you know, I saw that fight again too, not not long ago, and they brought up a good point where they said that uh, they were saying like, I think it was Polly was saying like, I think this is Pacquiao's first fight in the U.S. and I don't know how long and. That's so true because I think the last fight was he maybe. In, I think it was maybe with with uh, with Timothy Bradley, and after that, I think he was just fighting like you know in Australia, Macau. So, yeah, that, that was a uh, that was a big deal. That was a big deal for actually for both, especially for Manny. So I'm saying, yeah. so fighting fighting Devin Haney would make it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll do three four hundred thousand buys, but at least do a hundred thousand buys. Yeah, yeah, very true. I'll just say this: it'll do better numbers than any Terence Crawford pay per view. Yeah. Oh yeah, see that right now. Very, very true. Haney did respond uh, of of it, of course. Haney uh, B- or Bill? Bill, Bill okay, I'm sorry. Bill Haney did actually respond to that. Um, I don't know if there's like a what do you call it, like a transcript to it. Is there a video? There is a video of it. It's on uh, on the DM. I did. We did send that to you. Yes. Uh, you know what? I think you did. Let me see if I'm yes, connected. Yes, it's there. It's on uh, Fight Hub. Uh, you know what? I don't know if I'm connected to Rocaster. Give me a minute. Uh, okay. Basically, he was saying, knock it off, AB. You got it from here. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm the one laughing at that fucking video. I forgot. Yeah. Saying something about, you know, he mentioned about, like, like he would just com- he would commentate. Yeah. Hold <laughs> on, Glade Jam. I'm connecting right now, too. I completely forgot about that. You're right. Right. He did. He said something about, like, the next time we see him, he'll be commentating in a fight. 
that he, he's more than welcome to commentate <laughs> and do some other shit for him. Other shit for him. Oh, man. Am I connected? Yes. All right, cool. You said it was on the DMs, right? It was in the DM. Yeah. It, it's, it's there. It's there. Yep. Oh, I see it right now. I see it. Okay, yep. let me he had, it he had a response. The Adrian the Problem Broner. What well, a real problem is, AB, you put you versus Dev on your IG. So I hit you. For the, out of respect for you and the boxing community in general, the message went on scene. So you and I and everyone else knows what that means. AB, you once represented the respect of boxing, the respect of the hood. Don't worry about it, AB. We're going to take it over from here. It's the Devin Haney era. And you knew we was going to pull up. It's business. It's not personal. Get back to doing what you're doing, brother. And Devin is doing what he's doing. Representing this shit to the fullest. Y'all have a blessed day. On purpose. <laughs> there you go. And that was uh, Bill Haney's response to Adrian Broner. If I'm Bill Haney, do you go... And take an easy fight, nice little payday, because you know DAZN's going to pay for this fight. Oh, they, they will. You know DAZN will pay for because they, they know what they know what AB brings. So do you, as Bill Haney, knowing the knowing the road the the road that you guys have taken has been the long hard road for again fighting the Lenarises, the Diazes, the Cambozas, the Lomachenkos, the Prograde of the world. Do you take a soft fight? Because to me, fighting AB this version AB would be a soft fight. It is. Do you fight AB? Because technically, unless Devin Haney is taking this, you know, lightly and is out there sucking and fucking and comes fight night, doesn't come prepared, then AB, give, AB gives him problems. <laughs> but Devin Haney ain't sucking and fucking. No. This guy's very dedicated to the craft. <laughs> he's a is. professional fighter. Yeah, he <laughs> so he's going to piece up uh, Adrian Broner pretty bad. Do you take that big money fight, right, AB? Or do you low, uh, high risk, low reward, and fight the number one mandatory, Sandra Martin, who retired Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia. Who had, on audio, had the undisputed 140-pound champion doubt himself. Do you take that fight? Um, the question For is... For a little bit less money. I mean, the, I mean that's the thing, too. Like... Um I don't know. Are they, are they willing to take a little bit less money for that? I mean, I, it's more like, I guess, who's going to offer more money for it? If they're going to be the be fucking honest, same. Uh-huh. Who's going to pay for that fight? Mm. You just said right now, a lot of people don't like Devin Haney's style. No. Sandra Martin is not the most entertaining style either. No, he's not. He gives you trouble, but yeah, no. Okay. Not entertaining as well. You as a consumer, B-Ray, as a consumer, and you were told, B-Ray, on this day, Saturday night, mm-hmm. MGM, Vegas, whatever the fuck ever, you have two choices as the matchmaker. You can either make Sandra Martin, Devin Haney, 12 rounds mm-hmm. for the WBC 140-pound championship, or let's say Atlanta, because, you know, I think I think Devin yeah. Haney versus Adrian Broner in Atlanta would probably sell. Yeah. Broner versus Haney for I'll the 140-pound. Live on the um, zone. When you put it that way in that city, really, it's, it's going to be probably Broner then. If you put it in that city, yeah, that makes sense. That makes kind of a little bit more sense there. But don't get me wrong, too. Like the Santa Martin, I'm kind of interested because I I kind of want to compare. I you know I want to compare. Like all right, how well he's gonna do compared to Teofimo Lopez? But um, 
I'm I'm pretty much okay with both, but if I have to choose, yeah, I probably the, the, the scale's tipping a little bit more. The scale's tipping more to uh, Adrian Broner. I think depending how this week goes in the buzz, Adrian Broner. If Adrian, if Don King is still representing Broner, yeah, Don King hit up uh, Devin um, Haney, Devin Haney, Bill yeah. Haney. Bill I'm sorry, Haney. Yeah. hit up Eddie Hearns. <laughs> right, the zone. Let's open up the checkbook here. You're gonna get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get your money. Yeah. The nice pay per view. That's I mean you know that's it, that's if they want to work with Broner you. sells. That's if they want to. That's work the with thing. The, Broner sells. Donkey. I'm I'm pu- I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not putting my promoter's hat. I'm putting yeah, my yeah, business yeah. hat on. Yeah. I'm putting my business hat on because I'm thinking ahead. Always be two steps ahead, ladies and gentlemen. That's mm-hmm. a piece of advice from Whiskey J here. Always be two steps ahead. The reason why I'm advocating for this fight. The reason why, because why didn't Haney uh, Garcia didn't go through? What was the problem? Uh, which we will mention a little bit, a little bit later, is because apparently he, because um, Devin Haney outpriced himself. Thank you. Because again, so somebody here is holding on to outpriced himself. Ryan Garcia, and, um, Ryan Garcia is the type of guy that for a while held on to the Luke Campbell fight. He did. That was <laughs> that, really was, did. that was that was his that was his chip to come to the like it, it, it's just like you're playing high stakes poker <laughs> and you you, you 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 come back you come to the, with your pile of money. That's what I got. That's what I got right here. Like and everyone realizes you got that money. Okay, cool. You let's be honest. You're in a room full of professionals, and this is what you're coming yeah. with. Yep. Okay. He lost the tanks. So you can't use the Luke Campbell yeah, thing. <laughs> so now you 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 hook onto. Well, I did a million pay per views. Pay per views. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Floyd Mayweather gave me a stamp of approval. Yeah. I'm the man. <laughs> I'm one of the one of the big names. In I'm boxing. one of the top three biggest names in boxing. Yeah. So if I'm Bill Haney. Down the line, you know this is going to be the issue. Yeah. Unless the Saudi prince is going to pay oh, for everything, yeah, right? <laughs> it don't matter then. <laughs> then this conversation is this conversation is stupid to have. Unless really the Saudi is. prince comes out. But if I'm Bill Haney, you you've already established the resume that he is a top he's a top ten pound for pound fighter. Yes or no? Yes, I agree. Bill Haney, Devin Haney, it is time to get your head on as a businessman and make business moves. Adrian Broner is the right fight to make because he will sell the fucking fight for you. Mm-hmm. You need to you need numbers to back back you up. Your resume alone is not going to get you the money you want against mm-hmm. these high profile fighters who at this moment who at this moment on paper have more on you than you have on them. On paper, Ryan Garcia is a better fucking name. On paper. Yeah. On paper, on the opposite side, resume, boxing mm-hmm. resume-wise, Haney whips fucking Ryan Garcia's ass. For sure. Pieces him up. On paper, pay-per-view numbers, Ryan beats the shit out of Devin Haney. Because Dev, Brian Garcia's first pay-per-view fight, $1.3 million, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that was the number they said. Okay. Yep. Let's go with that number. Bill Devin Haney's first pay-per-view fight, 55000 Yeah. <coughs> so okay. if I'm Bill Haney... Do you have the choice? You either go and take the the high risk, low rewards. Because what are you going to get beating Sander Martin? A title defense. Yeah, just mandatory. That was that's it. Just you get you mandatory. you get you get you get the numbers and you get a big payday fight against mm-hmm. Broner. Because say what you want to say. Oh, he's a bum. He ain't shit. He ain't done nothing in the sport. He still puts asses in seats and he gets people like me and you to talk about him. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Is it? 
This is not rocket science. No. No, of course not. This isn't checkers. This is chess. Mm-hmm. Make the move. Because you are not going to fight Tank. You're not going no, to fight Teal. You're no. not going to fight Ryan. Mm-mm. Who else at 140 pounds are you going to fight that's going to attract enough numbers and put asses in seats for you right now? Right now, who? Really nobody. There you go. After just mentioning all those names out, out of the game? Yeah, no. Well, not out of the game, Matias, but yeah, I get you. Like, out of the... Matias? Matias? Nobody knows who he is. No. Casual fans don't know who he is. Don't know who Sadly he is. to say, casual fans know who Brunner is. Sadly, they do know who he is. Oh, he's that rapper. Oh, he's the guy with a sex tape. Oh, he's that guy that wanted to be Floyd Mayweather. Thank you. Oh, wait. He he was a meme for a moment, huh? When he blasted Maidana. Yeah. <laughs> you know? My, Maidana, I thought I thought I was finding Maidana. <laughs> You're right. They're holding him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. See, yeah. So, yeah, casual fans do know who he is. Yeah, they really do. I was right, well, so we going with the same topic. Or the next one. This is so short. Started the same topic actually. So, um, God, I think this was, was was when this was revealed today, yesterday. Teofimo Lopez revealed that he had talked with somebody from MSG, proposing a fight of him and David Haney. Okay, they said it was sometime last year, maybe like December, you know, last year, whatever. And uh, it's right here. He actually took the screenshot and he says, "Good afternoon, Joe." He goes, "I have a business proposal. I would like to talk to you about. How would you?" And the chairman of Madison Square Garden like to host Sylvie Malopers versus Devin Haney February 10th live at MSG Sphere on Super Bowl weekend in fabulous Las Vegas. That's what he said. Joe responds, Sal and I would have be would be more than happy to talk with you about this. We have already started a, to you know have to have conversations with Top Rank with you being the first fight at the Sphere. Haney has been mentioned as a potential opponent for this fight. We also have you headlining the Garden on December 9th against uh, against Heisman. Heisman Knight. Uh, Heisman. Heisman. There you go. Heisman Knight. What's best? What's the best number to reach you at? And we will call you now. Apparently, he said he proposed for it. All that shows is that there were ta- that someone wanted to talk about potentially hosting a fight. But that's not proof that that, Devin, that Bill Haney was involved. Was involved exactly. So I really can't elaborate more. Right. Because now, if Bill Haney was attached to that text message, mm-hmm. it goes, "Hey, Joel and Sal and Dev, man, Mr. Haney, mm-hmm. Mr. Devin Haney, Bill Haney, yeah, Bill Haney. Uh-huh. I, I, uh, I'm on behalf of the MSG fucking fabulous Vegas, and I want. I was wondering if you, if you guys would be uh, open to a host uh, for us hosting your fight on so and so day. Um, you mm-hmm. know, but it looks like this is the Vegas people. Reaching out to Teal's people yeah. about a, p- a proposed fight. That's not no. That's no proof that Bill Haney or Devin Haney turned down a fight. Does that, is that to you proof? That's no proof, really. The, the only proof it shows that he okay he was interested and he went by far as asking or not. We end up proposing to whatever Las Vegas, but that's just pretty much it that he can say. All right, cool. You you try to make the fight happen, but that's, that's not, not proof. That's not much proof. No, of that's it. not proof that you try to make the fight happen. Then what is that proof then? That was just proof that someone was interested in a fight between you and Devin. Okay, but he he started it. It wasn't MSG talking to him. Like, hey, it was who him. reached out to who? It was Teal that reached out to uh, Joel. That was the thing. So Teal, oh, so Teal. Teal, I, I thought it Teal, was no, no, no. It was Teal that reached out to Joel. Yeah, so he it was him that reached out to them saying, "Hey, I have a proposal for a fight that I can do at whatever at MSG. I'm sorry, yeah, MSG or Las Vegas." So Teal was the one that started that conversation. How are you starting a conversation you if know. you don't know if the other side is willing to negotiate with you? I don't know. Unless you have 
text messages where mm-hmm. you where you were talking to De- to, like, to, to Bill, Bill Haney, Haney and yeah. saying, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, well, maybe that's something we yeah. can talk about. Yeah, they, you know what? You know what? Have your people contact me, man, and we'll let's see what we can do. If I if Tio's able to produce that type of text, then I'll believe him. Yeah. But all you did was all you did was fucking go go around your promoter and your manager and go talk to this person about a proposed fight, a proposed fight. That doesn't prove anything that they'll that Haney ducked him. Yeah, no, 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 it doesn't prove nothing though, ducked him. Nope. Basically, he's just. I mean, I don't know what he's trying to prove here, but to me, it's just showing that okay, you were very interested in it. That the, you went as far for going to mention them, but that's pretty much the it. only thing that proves to me is that Bill, that Teofimo Lopez, wants to fight Devin Haney. That's yeah, there it. we go. That's it. Yeah. But the, you went as far no, for doing that. I'm talking about the people that say, "Oh, he was ducking them." Nah, no, no, nah, there's, nah, no nah, there's no ducking. There's no proof of ducking. There's, there's all, no proof of that. All this shows, like, hey, you know, I, I want to fight fucking Devin Haney on on uh, Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, I, I want. What do you think about me using your venue for this? Da 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 da. Okay, cool. That's it. That's all this shows. Me. But yeah, but people go, oh yeah, this shows that Devin Haney, and Bill were ducking. No, it doesn't. No, 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 no show no. shit. That wasn't much shit for that. Nope, not at all. You're, you're talking out of your ass if you if you think that way. Nope, that's not what it shows. So this was announced, uh, what, yesterday, I believe? Or actually, last Sunday, actually. So Lomachenko versus uh, George Cambrosa. Called it. For the vacant IBF lightweight <laughs> title. This happened on Sunday, May 12th in Australia. Australia. <laughs> so the two Haney victims fight each other. Basically. <laughs> for a vacant belt that Haney left. For the vacant belt. IBF. Yep. That's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. It's an interesting fight. Interesting fight. It uh, made sense to happen in Australia because Lomachenko isn't the name that I think uh, that he used to be or what they thought he was. Yeah. I think two back-to-back losses against two pound-for-pound fucking studs. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of ruins your reputation of Lomachenko. Lomachenko, exactly. So uh, <laughs> I think him having to take the fight to Australia showed that Cambos is the A side. No, exactly. And, and, and that the money was the, the money was in Australia, not in, not in the United States. Oh, I, I agree. That would just just shows like again the the numbers game. Yeah, I I really sometimes I, I hate talking like you know talk being the numbers guy and talking about right because it kind of I feel like it whitewashes the sport. But that that's kind of where we are right now. Because, we really like I said, are. Actually. You gotta, you know, a lot of these fighters are you know price fighters. Not all of them, all these fighters are price are fighters. fighters. Yep. So they're trying to get the biggest purse possible, and you can blame guys like Floyd Mayweather, but. This has been something that's been going on way beyond Floyd. and Yeah, it is, actually. You know, Floyd's been gone for almost, what, 10 years? It's almost 10 years, really. And it still goes on, so you really can't blame someone like him. But, of course. Because the know. sport's still modeled. The sport's always been modeled as, let me let me fucking milk let me milk the audience as much. Let me sucker yeah, and right? milk them as far as much as I can. Yeah. Simple as that. Simple as that. So. I think what Max wanted to say, he just, he just mastered that. He mastered the, the, the Monopoly game and uh, boxing, really. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. So here, so here, fucking Vasily Lomachenko, Kambozo. I mean, I called it months ago. Yeah, he did. He did call it. Um, oh man. So Oscar De La Hoya, he went on uh, social media on on Instagram actually, and he said that uh, Rollies Isak 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 Cruz Pitbull just priced himself out of the uh, rank of series. And Devin Haney, he said too. And I believe that. Uh, well, yeah, that was. Um, it didn't say his name there, but it was I, insinuating. But it was insinuating, saying that there was, uh, yeah, he outpriced himself, or that, or there was a uh, conflicts of like who's really the A side and all that. You get me? Like whose name did he become first? Is it Haney versus Garcia or Garcia? Basically, right? <laughs> all right. So he says that they price himself out 
for the <laughs> Ryan Garcia sweepstakes. Uh, what was it? Jose Ramirez is close to being done. All right. Ryan comes back by saying, uh, let's see. He goes, no Ramirez. Sorry, that's just not going to happen right now. Let let me make that clear. I don't know how clear you can be after you win and you call out Roly Romero. I, I don't know. You made it obvious since day one. Now, the Devin, I don't know how you went from Roly and then you jumped on this fucking bus. I'm like, I'm going to fight fucking Devin. Yeah. And negotiations fell. So you went back to plan A. Mm-hmm. Roly. Roly. Where where the fuck is the promoter getting? Oh no, we're talking about getting Devin Haney. Devin Haney's out. Oh no, we're talking about getting Jose Ramirez. <laughs> no offense to Jose Ramirez. When the fuck is the last time he fought? Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's 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 not looking right. But Oscar said that he said looks like Ryan Garcia versus Jose Ramirez is getting close. And happening, and then Fight Hub Marcus responds, "What happened to the Roly fight?" Oscar easily responds by saying, "Price himself out." That's all he's saying right there. That the, the reason the, the fight's not happening with Roly and Pitbull is because they price himself out, plain and simple. And because of that, he feels like, "All right, then the other other option is Jose Ramirez." But Ryan came back by saying, "I'm not doing that fucking fight." No. And then, of course, he says, it looks like it's, it's Ryan Garcia versus Oscar Lilly at the moment. That's what he said, right? That's what he said. That's what Ryan said, actually. That's what he said. <laughs> um, it, it's it's just getting worse, in my opinion, really. I'm, I I like to think oh, yeah, everyone can fought, agree with he me. Fought, basically, a year ago, he fought, he fought March 25th, 2023 against Richard Comey. He got, okay. a, t- he got a KO win in the 11th. So that was almost a year ago, a year ago, ago. yeah. So... And in boxing, it's not too what you've done. What you've done, it's lately. What you've done lately, exactly. And Ramirez has kind of fallen to the wayside. He has actually. Like, yep. We haven't mentioned his name as a relevant fighter. One hundred and forty. No. I don't know the relationship at this moment between Del- a Golden Boy Promotions and Ryan Garcia. Bad communication. It seems volatile. It seems. It seems like the. This is my thing. The fighter. The fighter has a promoter because the promoter does everything, you know, the venue, the networking, all this stuff. He he sets this whole shebang done. The fighter has a representative that, ta- that talks to them, negotiates the terms. Usually if it's already a contract signed, there's already an established purse. This is how much you're going to make for X amount of fights. Mm-hmm. This is your percentage, your percentage for X amount of fights aside from your fucking your salary, basically, right? Yeah. Golden Boy can give him a list of fighters. This is what we have. Right, who do you want to fight next? It is up to Ryan who he wants to fight. I agree. I agree. We agree on that, right? I fucking agree on that. Roley's made it public. Roley. Ryan has made it publicly. I want to fight Roley. His mistake was that he didn't try to jump into the Devin Haney fight. Yeah. It didn't happen on the 11th hour. It just fell apart over whatever. He has since gone on social media and said, I want Roley. He has gone on there. Mm-hmm. De La Hoya has been made aware of this on the zone when they told him, hey, you know, you know, your guy said he wants to fight Rolling next. Oh, no, we're still talking to Devin Haney's people. Okay. You insinuated that either y'all priced himself for whatever reason. Scratch that. Now he's out. 
Mm-hmm. He's out of the sweepstakes. I'm assuming you spoke to Isaac Cruz. Priced outpriced himself. Outpriced himself, he said. He spoke to Roly, outpriced himself. Happened to be Jose Ramirez then outpriced himself, so now Jose is on the mm-hmm. now what a what a coincidence. Yeah. Coincidence? I don't think so. That the three fighters I mentioned, Devin Haney, Isaac Cruz, Roly Romero, are none of them are signed to Golden Bay promotion. Exactly. But the one guy who just recently signed a contract, mm-hmm. a nice contract, because that's what they said. It was a nice, was they a haven't nice disclosed it. They said it was a uh-huh. nice contract with Golden Boy. He Now he's in the running. Like He's literally the lead to get the Ryan Garcia payday. Ain't that some bullshit, really? Like, Didn't we say, what do you think, could, what do you think, they said to Jose Ramirez to convince him to sign a Golden Boy. Oh, you're, you're going to get the Ryan fight. You're going to get the Ryan right? fight. <laughs> we mentioned that. You're going to get the Ryan fight. <laughs> and I fucking hit him. <laughs> With the fucking hey, wig. Fena, did, you, did, you, did you see that video he posted? I don't, I, don't, was, I, don't look, I don't look at retards. <laughs> I just don't. He was like, he looked like, I think he was like an outdoor Mexican restaurant and he had like a disguise out of hat with like, with like long hair and he mm-hmm. said that, uh, he's, he literally said he's thinking of wearing that for the press conference for the, Jaime Munguillo fight I go he is high yeah, Cocaine's all of drugs <laughs> What's your take on this Like I mean Jose Do you want to see him Against Jose Ramirez Not really honestly I actually fucking don't I was hoping that Ryan gets the fight Against Roley I was really hoping for that And for him to say Jose Ramirez uh, Same thing What you said Like oh what Okay really uh, What a coincidence Alright he's in Golden Boy He didn't out- outprice himself He gets He's next in line like, to me, it's just full of shit. I am liking that Ryan is putting his foot down. And he goes, no, fucker. That's not what I want. Not what we talked about. It's not what we talked about. Because other fighters would have been like, okay, that's what promoter wants. All right, cool. I, you know, I would like to it's talk about promoter. promoter Yeah. So, I like that he's doing that. So... It's it's kind of frustrating because yeah that that's really the fight I felt like that was the best fight Ryan could get really especially when, if he wants gets his confidence back the Roly fight was perfect. That's what from. I'm thinking though. Like, are they again? Maybe I'm I'm on my business mode. I'm on my business mode mm-hmm. right now. But your guy just lost a most high profile fight. He did. Where ninety nine point nine percent of people thought he quit. Like he quit. You can say whatever you want, right, dehydrated, whatever. Yeah. weight, catch weight, catch whatever the fuck you. It, it don't take away that he got and he got schooled and he got knocked out. They didn't take it away. You can't take that away. No. If you're in the business of building the next superstar, don't you start slowly building him up? That's what I'm saying. Like Oscar De La Hoya. Um, let's let's look at Oscar De La Hoya's resume real quick. <laughs> And you know, and look at, and I'm not saying this right now because I mean, to me, this is kind of the way you would want. That's always been the notion of boxing, especially after you come out of a tough loss. Give me a sec, guys. Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya. Okay, the Oscar De La Hoya. Let's look at his first professional loss, which was the Shane Mosley, right? Yeah, the Shane Mosley. No, no, wait, Oscar's Felix. Per- I'm sorry, Felix. Felix Trinidad. There we go. Felix Trinidad, ninety-nine. Yes. So he comes back, fights a guy named Daryl Coley. Knocks him out in seven. After that goes into the Shane Mosley fight. Mm-hmm. Shane beats him. Then goes and picks on a smaller guy named Arturo Gatti. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh, God, yes. Thunder Gotti. Thunder Gotti, man. Moved him that up. Yeah. Beat the shit out of him in yeah. five rounds. 
and then moves in and picks out the weakest champion of the division, Javier Castillo. Yeah. First fight at 154, if I remember right. Picked up the weakest champion. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Damn. Calling it like I see it back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling what how I, I saw it in 2001. Yeah. Picked the weakest champion. Then fought arguably maybe one of the best champions in the division, Fernando Vargas. He was one of maybe number one, number two best champion. Right. Winky Wright was in that division, but nobody wanted to fight. That's what I'm saying. In that division, he picked Javier Casillo, the weakest guy in the division. Yeah. Winky is right now the number one fighter in the he world. He was at the time, right? Number yeah. one. Number two is Fernando Vargas. Vargas didn't want nothing to do with no rematch with Winky. Shout, I mean, shout out to Fernando, but I'm just telling the truth here. <laughs> Instead, you go after the number two best fighter in the world, and you beat him. You beat him, right? Then you go after uh, a faded Luis Campos. Yeah, yeah. For a tuna fight tuna to fight. fight and lose to Shane Mosley. Shane Mosley in the rematch, yeah. Then you go after a, a basically a German journeyman named Felix Sturm. Oh, an ordinary fighter who just beats you up. <laughs> right? Like, again. I know, you're totally right. Like, this is bringing back memories, by the way, man. Then he, he grew beat, up in that era. <laughs> he loses. Well, he loses. But technically, he won. He um, won, but he get, come on. He fucking lost. Then <laughs> he goes and fights Bernard Hopkins. Loses by knockout to Hopkins. Yeah. Yep, and shot. then picks up the weakest champion at 154 named Ricardo Mayorga. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys sticking he with was, me? Yes, yes. After beating Ricardo Mayorga, then he goes after the number one fighter who he moved up, who, who he forced up to move up and yeah. wait, and then got schooled for 12 rounds. And then his second fight, then he picks a lightweight, yeah. moves him up to welterweight. <laughs> or, no, I'm sorry, no, like a super welterweight. Yeah, like a catchweight, 152. Right? 152, right? It was like a catchweight, yeah. And, go. and goes a decision with Steve Forbes. Yeah. And then he fights, and then he picked on a 135-pound champ legend at the moment, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Now, De La Hoya likes about, oh, I fought the best, I fought the best. He fought everybody. That's, what, that's my favorite word. Favorite I like the saying. fact that in, in between losses and in between a super fight, you fought bums. Oh. You fought bums or you fought guys a little bit smaller than Small, you smaller than to them. boost yeah. your confidence. So you as a fighter know that sometimes... You need to boost the confidence, yeah. especially especially too. now, especially when you have a a bitch <laughs> like Ryan Garcia because he's a bitch. Yeah. I think Ryan Garcia is like a, a, a real fr- he's a fragile little man. Ryan Garcia is a fragile little man. He is, he is he diva, a fragile diva of a little man who needs his. Confidence boost up. You gave him, you gave him Oscar Duarte. Congrats. Right, I agree. Let's build him up. You know, he still needs a little bit, man. I agree. He still needs he still needs training wheels a little bit, but he's put himself in a situation where you can't really put him back in the training wheels. So you gotta you gotta be like holding the bike and let him start pedaling. And when he start noticing, you guys, then you let him go. So how do you do that? You give him Rolly Romero. The weakest champion of the division. Yeah. Yeah. Not Devin Haney. Not Teofimo. Not Matias. Give him Roley. They don't pick up that fucking win. They don't pick out a belt. Because guess what? You need a champion in that stable of yours, Oscar. Pick up a belt. Make some money where you're at it. 
I totally agree. Business like, right? And no, it, it it is, but some part of me kind of feels like also the the old excuse that he doesn't like working with a Heyman guy. That's how I kind of see it too. Like I fucking noticed that that <coughs> Oscar always makes it a fucking problem of negotiating a, a fight I, with Al Heyman guys. I think he doesn't like his fighters mingling with Heyman guys. No, I, I think that's what it is. I don't think Roley outpriced himself. I'd like to believe that. Who knows? Roley can maybe, I don't know. But i like to believe I probably didn't maybe outprice himself. I just like to think it's Oscar like, well, you're an Heyman guy. I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Fuck you. Same thing with Isak, Isak Cruz. I, don't, I just like to think that's one of the reasons too. Isak is promoted by Manny Pacquiao Promotions. It is. Yes, and now is. Heyman is an advisor. An advisor. But he's not a promoter. He's, he's not an promoter, advisor. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Pacquiao's his promoter. Promoter, yes. Pacquiao's his promoter. Mm-hmm. And the guy who manages Pacquiao's career at the moment manages Isak. Mm-hmm. Al Heyman's just kind of like the co-manager yeah. advi- slash advisor. Mm-hmm. He's the one that tells him, you know what, okay, this seems like a good outside name. That's all he is. Mm-hmm. But I, to me, I always feel that Oscar doesn't like working with Al Heyman fighters because I think you don't want the other fighters to talk and mingle with each other. I don't think so. That's the impression I'm getting, too. Yeah, you don't like that. Like, mm. I don't want him to know that, you know, you make this much. <laughs> I don't want him to know you're your own right? boss. I don't want him to know that you have this contract that I, that I, I, can, I can give you, but I just don't want to give you. You don't want to give you. <laughs> I just don't. Um, yeah, see, that's just what's wrong in boxing. And he's the, he's the same asshole that says all promoting needs to come together. Get the fuck out of here, man. So you think he's doing this because he doesn't want to work with Al? He doesn't want to work with Al. And I think that he's right now maybe looking in as like, well, if Ryan loses to Jose Ramirez, well, look at that. He's a golden boy stable. I, well, I don't lose. As a businessman, I can see that. I don't lose. I'd either. rather him lose to an in-house fighter to, than to an Al Heyman fighter. You know? That's kind of... When you were saying Al he doesn't work with Al Heyman fighters, when Tank beat him, who did that benefit more? Oh, Al Heyman. But of course, he probably looked at it like, well, I'm getting a lot of fucking money out of this. But doesn't you have to rebuild yeah. this fighter? Yeah, who you invested a lot of money, a lot in. of fucking money in it. In this situation, do you feed him to Roley, and maybe Roley catches him with a nice shot? Do you put him a Desac, who is a fucking pit bull at the Fuck moment? Yeah, he is. Who would be moving up though? But he's a pit bull, or you know, and risk him losing a second time to a Heyman fighter. And at this moment, we said it on we said it on I think a couple weeks ago on that episode. Ryan cannot. Like we said, avoid Haney because he, one thing is getting knocked out because anybody can get knocked out on the, any given mm-hmm. day, any given Sunday, right? But any given Saturday, basically. Yeah. Anybody can get knocked out. You can get knocked out. I can get knocked yeah. out. The, it's more embarrassing. You can get you can you can get away with getting knocked out because you can be like, hey, it wasn't my night. I got hit with the I got hit with the shot. Yeah. I just got hit with the shot. Getting out boxed for twelve rounds and embarrassed for twelve rounds that's worse than getting knocked the it fuck really out is, because you got pieced up. For twelve rounds, and a, a another grown man <laughs> belittled you for twelve that's, rounds. That's something that, that would happen if he goes. Against, that, that's embarrassing, Haney. right? Yeah, it is. So, do you risk your fighter? Like, do you risk your fighter in getting embarrassed like that with an uh, with another promoter, or do you want to keep it in house? I can see where De La Hoya is swinging into keeping it in house. Of course, fight of course. Barboza. Fight Ramirez. I'd rather you lose to a guy in house because then I can build Ramirez. I can build Ramirez after that win. I can build. Uh, I, I can build Barboza after that win. If you lose to fucking Roley by fucking God knows what, 
I can't do shit with Roly. Roly's out. Yeah. If you lose to Isaac Cruz or Isaac Cruz gives you a tough fucking fight like he did Tank, I can't rebuild you, man. I, and that guy fucking walks away going, fuck, yeah, I'm the best. Keep it in-house. Yeah. I can see keeping it in-house. But at this moment, your star fighter does not want those fighters. No. He, he's made it known who he wants. Now, my fear is that this might turn legal now where I think Ryan might want to buy out of his contract. I, that's what I was and thinking, I, And too. I think he might freeze himself out of 2024 in the legal battle with De La Hoya. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know how long he has with him. I don't well, know remember, this dumbass signed two con- two extensions again. Mm-hmm. Remember, he signed the first one because he didn't like the money because he found out guys like Tia Fima Lopez. Yeah, which then, was like, I think, 2019, he I got, yeah, yeah, he signed an extension. Then he signed another extension when he wanted more money. So he signed two extensions. God knows how many fights he has left on the Golden Boy. Mm-hmm. God knows how many. But I honestly think 2024, might we might... We might not see Ryan Garcia for the calendar year. I think if he doesn't get Roly Romero, then I think his next phone call is going to be to his lawyer saying, I want to get out of my contract. Get me out of that contract Mm -hmm. by any means means. necessary. And Golden Boy will fight to keep him. And it will become a legal battle. And usually those last long. Look what happened to Mikey Garcia. I was about to say, look what happened to Mikey. It was like, what, two years, I think? Mikey's, look at uh, Andre Ward. Luckily, because of the promoter dying, was it uh, Joe Goosen? No, uh, Joe Goosen. no, 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 no. Dan Goosen. Uh, Dan Goosen. Dan Goosen dying. Dan Goosen's family was like, you know, we we suffered a loss. We don't want to go through this. Fine. Here, you want your, you want out? Fine. Get out. That that's if not Andre Ward would have gone uh, a length of time. Yeah. In, on inactive, you know, I think Andre stood maybe what a year inactive. I think a year fighting, and it wasn't until Dan Goosen died that he got out of his contract. Mm-hmm. Mikey would take two years because Bob froze him. Froze. He kind of said, okay, cool. You want out? Well, guess what? I'm going to make you spend all your money on lawyers, and you're not going to be able to fight for nobody. And guess what? You're going to get hungry, and you're going to come to me and go, you know, Bob Father, can you give me a fight? I'm sorry for disobeying you. And luckily, Mikey was smart with his money and said, fuck you. I I can go two years without fighting, bro. I've made decent money. Mm -hmm. I have. And what did he do for two years? He studied to be a cop. I was gonna say, like, didn't he do? Didn't he had another job in this? There we go. So he was like, "Fuck, I'll be a cop." <laughs> and then, for guess what? Guess what? If De La Hoya wants to take Ryan Garcia to court and be like, "Oh well, I'm gonna freeze you. You're not gonna be making any money." No, I, uh, guess what? I have eight million followers. You cock. He, I, I, what he has? What I don't know. He probably has sponsors. Maybe. Uh, I'm sure he makes money besides boxing. I'm sure he has other. He has other endeavors, right? I think so. And I think we talked about it. No, like if he was told that he's not going to box, I think he'll be kind of fine by that. Like he can make money off of the shit. You're right. But I think I think if he doesn't get the Roly fight, I think his next call is going to be to his lawyer, get me out. And I think De La Hoya won't. I think De La Hoya will go under the old promoters (laughs) and try to freeze him out. Freeze him out. But I think if we don't get if we don't hear in the next month or two any talks about him fighting Roly, then. He's gonna get out of his contract. He's been wanting out of his contract. Out of his contract. I think this might be the li- this might be the straw that broke the camel's back. I think so too. I never seen this. I never seen this. Right, a fighter and a promoter going back and forth <laughs> like this. Never, never. Right? I mean, Floyd made comments about Bob. Bob's made comments about Floyd. Yeah. Bob made comments about Aram. That it's never been this bad. No, like disrespectful, uh, no. disrespectful, and even press conferences. I've never, never did I hear 
fucking Crawford disrespect Bob in the press conference. Only when he said, only when he left and goes, <laughs> when he, I'm not going to resign with Bob because if Bob couldn't give me a Spence fight when I was with him, Bob ain't going to get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not signing with Bob Aaron. That was the biggest fuck you to Bob. Yeah. But he hadn't hit, but he was, that was the last fight. It was the last fight. So he yeah. was allowed to say that. Floyd was never disrespectful to Bob. Yeah, he said comments that this is a slave contract. You should promote me as a, as a star that I am. da 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 but it's never has been documented this bad as Ryan and De La Hoya. No, no. And uh, Hopkins now. Exactly. It's not, yeah, it's like I said, dude, it's not really looking good. And you're right. It might lead to that. It might fucking lead to I that. I don't think we see him. I think I said, if we don't, if we don't get the fight, I don't think we see him for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. right now. But we'll see what really happens in the future, really, honestly. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. <coughs> um, you remember Blair Cobbs? Blair the Flair Cobbs? Yeah, Blair Cobbs. I, I thought, I don't know if you heard, I just, you know, I just recently heard about this shit. He says that he's confident that he can knock out boots and his boots out. Yeah, he says, I'm faster and stronger. This is some of the quotes he said. He said, he ain't never seen nobody like me. I'm faster and stronger than him. I guarantee you he's going on the canvas and it might be early with the ego that he has. <laughs> Is he is he is he talking is he talking to the second person? <laughs> Let's look at Black Cops' fucking win right now. I guarantee you he's going on the canvas and it might be early with the ego that he has. Bro, you haven't fought since twenty twenty two. What the fuck are you talking I, about? I have no fucking clue. That's what that's what it says here. You fought Maurice Hooker, my boy. Yeah. And you went 10 this rounds. Is, uh, boxing scene, yeah. Larry Cobbs made that comment. Alex Rocha made you your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very much fearing Philadelphia. I'm very unpredictable. My movements are incredibly fast and unpredictable. A counterpuncher will not be able to counterpunch me for very long. That's some of the shit he said. He hasn't fought since 20, August of 2022. Oh, my God. It's been over a year. And so, uh, Boots, I think, fought what, last year? Uh, sometime last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he fought July last there we go. year. Yeah. Come on, bro. Um, yeah, that's Blair Cobbs, everyone. Yeah. That's this is this is the same guy that said that he he would he would give Earl Spence the toughest fight right? in his career. <laughs> Spence just left it off. <laughs> Blair Cobbs is like, how old is Blair Cobbs? Anyway? Uh, I don't know actually. I want to say he's barely in his thirties though. I mean, maybe younger than that. Let me look it up. Let me look, Let me look it, up. it up. Yeah, Blair Cobbs. I don't know actually. He's, he, I'm sorry, he's a clown. Uh, doesn't say how old he is here. Says how many rounds he's fought, but I don't see his. Oh, jeez, this guy—he's my age. He's thirty-four. Yeah, thirty-four years old. Good job staying on the headlines. Yeah, I guess so. How about getting? Job, a, hey, how about asking Oscar to get you a fight? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, why don't you try to get on the Oscar the the Ryan Garcia sweepstakes, bro? What what division fights he get? He fought at one forty-seven, but his last fight was a one fifty against Maurice okay. Hooker. All right. So let's yeah. say welterweight. All right. Why don't you get a fight? Yeah, why not? Get a fight. Yeah, Oscar should do that. Why don't you try to become number one contender for Ennis Boots' IBF belt (laughs) that most likely Crawford's gonna vacate? You know, right? (laughs) Why don't you do that? Put your money where your mouth is, right? Speaking of uh, Spence and Crawford, um, so Crawford said he tweeted something on January twelfth. He goes, "Uh, "I done hear it all, Air Spence. It's okay though, because all in all, I'm, I'm glad it's over and done with. I wish you well, my brother." And this is about the comments that Errol Spence last week had retina surgery. He said yeah. that said that those you know people wonder why he kept getting hit with the, jab. with the jabs. That was why. That's what he was saying. Yep. So he's saying that he was compromised in the fight. This is also going to the rumors that he walked into that fight with a broken rib. That 
it's been the funny thing is though all the excuses we've heard about why Spence looked like shit have come from other sources. This is the first time this is this the, the excuse of the retina has come from Earl Spence. Earl Spence. He never said it came with the fucked up ribs. No, he didn't he say no ribs. He never said I was dehydrated. He never said anything. He just said, "Hey, um, I've had this issue for a while. Um, it got worse, and you know, fucking, why do you guys think I got hit so much by fucking Crawford? That was it." Mm-hmm. Crawford, I think, is just frustrated that he, since that fight, has not gotten the fucking recognition and the respect for that win. Yeah. And so that com- to me, that that's why that comment makes that comment makes sense because it's more like you know, it's kind of like reading. Okay, that's it. I'm fucking done. Yeah, that's basically. I'm saying. never gonna. This guy's not giving. He didn't say about the ribs. If you want to get angry at anybody, you should be fucking mad at uh, Victor Conte because you know Victor Conte said that he has on the gourd authority that. That uh, that has an authority. Insider people told him that a week before the fight, Earl Spence went hiking in high aptitude, and because of that, his body wasn't able to acclimate. That's why he was weak for the fight against Earl Spence uh, against Terence Crawford. Victor Conte was a strength and conditioning coach for for Terence Crawford. Really? So your own team came out and said. Yeah, I have it under good authority that he was a compromised fighter against against my guy. Is that coming out of Spence's team? Have you heard Derrick James make excuses? No, not at all. I don't think he said uh, anything. Have you heard Earl Spence aside from the retina sur- about the, the cataract surgery? No, really. This is Earl, Earl uh, Terrence Crawford spends a lot of time on the fucking internet. Oh, no, he does. And reading and listening and watching every king, he memorizes every bad little thing we've all said. And I think this was again. The straw that broke the camel's back. He was kind of like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. I'm done. I'm never going to get the respect I need. You know what, Errol? Errol? I'm done with you. Have a good life. He sounds like a next girl. He sounds like a, he sounds like a girlfriend that wants to break up with you, but the, the next day is locking your door. I'm, no, he's like Billy Madison. You're fine. Get the hell out of here. Leave. Leave. <laughs> no, leave. Have good boy. Here we go. Yeah, fine. Get the hell out of here. Leave me alone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry baby. baby. Sometimes I just get mad. I get so emotional. <laughs> I get so scared. I get so scared, scared. of beating nobody. <laughs> that that that's Terrence Crawford, man. <laughs> that's Terrence Crawford, man. Like, d- tell me, it doesn't it sound like Terrence Crawford? You tell me, it, it is. It is. It, he's getting frustrated because he's not getting the credit he feels like he he deserves, and that's the that's what I got out of it. Really, when I read that, everyone got out of it like, okay, it seems like the rematch is not going to happen. To be honest with you, I'm fine by that. I'm okay with that because I wouldn't be okay with that if the fight was very competitive. It was, it, it, there was get the hell out of my life. Who needs you? Beat it. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what he was. That's what he was, man. Let, let's play it one more time. Hold on. Good, then get the hell out of my life. Who needs you? Beat it. Leave me alone. That was our old, That was Terrence Crawford. <laughs> That was Terrence Crawford, dude. <laughs> but, but, oh my God! But this, Spence has these uh, issues. To me, is like, yeah, I'm fine by it with no rematch. I'm not crying about it. I honestly think the rematch, the rematch clause, is about to expire. I think so too. I think that's why he's saying that. I think he's he's happy Gilmore here. <laughs> he's you know he's very emotional at this moment. Um, I said it. I think it was last week's episode. Crawford's resume is a little tainted. It is. If I'm 
Crawford, I wouldn't pursue the rematch. I would let Spence go and continue his career. And like I said, if mm-hmm. Spence come, goes in 154 pounds and starts looking like a beast, then that win now looks better. Better. If he comes 100, if Earl comes back and looks like dog shit, then that performer doesn't age well. It's a year from now that performance. I mean, I'm still in shock about what I saw, but mm-hmm. as time has gone by and we're hearing all this shit, it doesn't look good. Yeah. But like I said, if Earl Spence comes back and looks like a beast, yeah, that performance for Crawford looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Looks like a million bucks. Like it's like if like when Floyd beat Pacquiao and Pacquiao when if Pacquiao declined after that, the excuse would have been Pacquiao was past his prime. Mm-hmm. Of course he beat him. Pacquiao went lost to Mayweather, came back and was on a win streak. He was actually. Which made that win even more impressive. If it would have been like a decline, it would have been like, well, no, he caught him on the wrong time. Of course, right. he, he 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 waited him out so he got old. What was the first fight he had against uh, after Floyd, right? Remember? I think it was... It was Timothy Bradley. Jesse, no, Jesse Vargas. No, Timothy Tim- Bradley. Was it? It was Timothy Bradley. I thought Bradley. it was Jesse Vargas. It was after that, actually. And look how much he dominated uh, Bradley. And Roy Jones, I'm glad he brought it up. Roy Jones even said it. He goes, he goes that was a great performance by Manny Pacquiao. It just, it, it just shows you... How Floyd Mayweather is great, he said. To to see that how Floyd easily um, easily uh, controlled Manny from round one to round 12, he goes. That's very difficult to do. Yeah, he fought Tim, Jesse, then he lost the horn. But that was kind of, everyone kind of forgave him for that horn fight because yeah. he really didn't really lose. Then he fought, then he beat Lucas Batiste, Broner, Thurman, and then lost it. The there we go. See, yeah, he was, he was kind of on the winning streak. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So the, for Crawford... It doesn't it doesn't age well, mm-hmm. and and I think he has to wait Earl Spence out. Mm-hmm. If I'm him, just do your thing. I go yeah. fuck. Especially that Crawford looks like he's trying to get he's trying to get the big money fight. Oh yeah, and I think I I think he looks at like Spence is a good money fight, but I don't think it's the the fight that I need right now for my for my legacy to put the finishing touches on my legacy. Yeah, I think that's just, that's what it is really. Oh man. And that's. We'll see what's their next fight. Really, honestly, for both, I am pretty curious, especially for Spence, who's gonna fight. Uh, shout out to Saudi Prince. Shout out to the Saudi, Saudi Prince. Prince. So, um, he, <laughs> so he was interviewed. <laughs> he was interviewed in one of the pros. He says, "Please, we don't want any YouTube YouTuber fights again. I want fighters. This is what I support. For me, inside my heart, I want the fighters, and I like how." Uh, the person that was interviewing said, "Like you don't want like KSI." And, he, and like I like when he said said something about like I'm not mentioning names. <laughs> I don't want. I like that he didn't he didn't really say their name. He just I don't want. He's no a YouTubers, respectful guy, right? He's like I don't want no YouTubers. Look, when he said I don't want YouTubers, if you know, you know, right? If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know, right? You don't need to. You don't need to air it out. Like yeah, I don't want Jake Paul. I don't want. Logan Paul, I don't want Dylan Dennis, I don't want KSI, I don't, no, I'm not, hey, hey, I, get what, I know what you're trying to do, you're trying to clickbait me into fucking saying names, no, 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 no. Hey, <laughs> right? hey, you're in my country, I can behead you right now, <laughs> hey, hey, one look to that guy behind you, <laughs> hey, don't do that again. I bet you afterwards he's like, don't do that again. I know, don't do it again. But he was like, I'm not, I'm not saying names, man. I would you have done that to the Saudi Prince? Like, would you try to get him to say names? 
I probably would have, yeah. And then, like, let's say with the camera's on, like, you know, he's like, nice, I, yeah, no, I don't want to say no name. And then the camera rolls, he goes, don't do that again. <laughs> you see that guy behind you? <laughs> okay. Okay, my friend. Okay. Uh, now, now, thank me. Thank you, sorry, friends. <laughs> Kiss the ring. <laughs> Kiss the ring. Oh, shit. He, he had something to say. He said that, um, he says he wants the he wants the Dimitri Bivol versus Arthur Bradbeer fight. She uh, for the undisputed heavyweight titles to move up. Wait, what did he say? He wants the Dimitri Bivol versus Arthur Bradbeer winner for the undisputed light heavyweight world titles to then move up and wait and challenge. I don't know. Pronounce his name. Cruiserweight. I a cruiserweight. He goes says he would love that. Then he says he wants to bring Tank Davis versus Devin Haney to fight in Saudi Arabia. I want him, Davis, and I send message to Al Heyman. Let's do the job, brother. I want to see Haney in my country. I will try to do it in 2024. This guy just, he, he wants fighters. He says that he wants fighters. What's killed boxing is, we've talked about it this episode mm-hmm. and past episode. money. Money. Money's always been the issue. The Saudi prince has enough money to be like, for real. Stop your bitching. Here's your money. Yeah. 50-50. For the last, I don't know how many years they've been, they've been kind of doing this. I'm noticing that. 50-50. Right? There you go. Here. I have enough money that I want to see the best. I want to see the best versus the best. Here you go. You guys are, I'm, you think you're a $50 million fighter? Here's $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? You don't feel left out? Here's $50 million. And then, well, what about? The, I don't give a fuck about the pay per view rights. You guys feel you guys deal with it, but I already paid you what you think you're worth. Fight. What more do you want? Because <laughs> that's basically what they're kind of fighting for at the end. No, like to me, the, yeah. To me, this was the prime example was was it last year or two years ago? Saudi Prince said, "I want to host the undisputed fight, Uzek Tyson Fury." Yeah. Fury backed out of it and goes, he did. and wanted to take it to England. He did. Yeah, fucking try so hard. To and then England. when he realized that the UK was not going to give him not even a scratch of what the Saudi prince was going to give him, that's when he tried to fucking lowball Uzi and goes, oh, no, no, no. I'm an, I get the I get 80%, you get 20% because I'm the draw here. Why? Because guess what? You thought you were big enough in the UK that the whatever the money the Saudi prince was offering you, you were going to get in England, and you didn't. You didn't get shit. So then you decided to fucking honey dick Usyk all around for a month until Usyk's people called your bluff and everything happened. <laughs> and guess what? Now where's the fight happening? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia now. Why? Because he realized that the Saudi prince goes, the money's still here, my friend. The, <laughs> the money's still in the table, my friend. I don't know. Hey, yes or no? Yes, yeah, true. We're not taking it back. No, we want the fight. Yeah. We want the fight. The right. money's on the fight. 50-50, my friend. 50-50. To me, the Saudi prince is offering you the money on the table and says, I don't give a fuck about the network deals. I don't give a fuck about the pay-per-view split. I'm giving you your base pay. You think you're a $20 million fighter? Here's $20 million. You think you're a thirty? You think you're a $35 million fighter? Here's $35. I don't give a fuck. Well, what did he get? Thirty-five. Fine. Here's thirty-five for you. I don't give a fuck. Fight. Fight. Fight it out. Because yeah, um, and I- guess what? The pay per views have become cheaper because of that. The 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 day of reckoning pay per view was forty dollars. Forty bucks. Yeah. Forty dollars. Why? Because the Saudi prince had given all that money to these fighters that the networks didn't really have to make all that money back to pay the fighters. No. All that money became revenue for them. 
So at this moment, the Saudi prince is changing the boxing game because he's taking away all this stuck, you know, all these ninety dollar pay per views. Yeah. Because he's paying the he's paying the fighters what they're worth. The undercard was great. It really was actually. I remember seeing when these I undercards home. have been great. He's yeah. paying the fighters what they're worth, and says networks figure it out. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck. Do joint pay per view. The fighters are covered. I got that. I'm covering the nut. It's basically it's like basically going with it's like going out with your rich friend and said, "B Ray, I'll pay for dinner. I'm paying for everything. All you gotta do is pay for your parking." <laughs> Hey, order what you want. Order anything you want, B-Ray. Appetizers. You want $140 steak? Order. I don't give a fuck. It's on, hey, it's on me. All I'm asking is pay for parking. Pay for your own parking for you and your girl. Are you going to bitch about that? Fuck no. If I told you, B-Ray, I got you for dinner. Mm-hmm. Everything covered. Everything. All you got to do is cover. All you got to do is make sure you. All you got to do is cover your ride to the place and the, and the, the, parking. the, the uh-huh. parking. That's all you got to cover. In this situation here, in this situation right now, the Saudi princess, that's what he's doing right now. That's what he's he is covering, doing, yeah. He's covering the tap. I'm covering it. Why? Because he's trying to attract people to his country. And if that means giving these fucking greedy fucking fighters the money, I'm going to give you the money. Yeah. But you're going to fight who I want you to fight. If this is that Mandingo fighting, I don't know what it is. Because <laughs> come on, dude. I, I believe he, I believe heard. I believe he probably told Al Heyman I'm pretty sure how much how much for Tank to come out here and fight Devin Haney how much Oh I got okay you have my number call me Money's not an issue my friend tell me how much it is to get Tank here mm-hmm. to 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 Riyadh Probably called Bill Haney how much to get Devin Haney out here oh, I got to talk okay you got my number no issue tell me how much is Kind of like no excuses right there man Excuses. Only excuses when you want to be greedy and you go, oh, no, no, I can probably, if this guy's offering me this shit, I'm going to get offered. Tyson Fury had a bad business deal because he goes, fuck, I'm going to take this to the UK because if this fucking Saudi bastard's offering me this much, imagine how much over there the O2 Arena's going to offer me or or Wembley's going to offer me. Wasn't even close to what the fuck you were going to make. That's why that fight never came off. Nope. And it didn't come close. So you had to run back to the Saudi prince and suck his dick. And guess what? The Saudi (laughs) fucked him because he goes, oh, the money's on the table, my friend. But now... I'll, I'll give you a little extra to fight this guy right here, this this fucking beast of a man. <laughs> and he was like, "Fuck, I got this." So he got he got paid handsomely to fight Engano, and he's getting paid a lot of money to fight Usyk. Yep. yep. The Saudi prince ain't stupid. Okay, I'm a I'm a I'm a pay I'm a pay you what I promised you for the Usyk fight, but because you did disrespect me by going over to the <laughs> and thinking you can take this fight and make that type of money, I need you to fight fucking Engano now. I want to see it. I don't know why. I just want to watch it. <laughs> Tell me that's not fuck you money right there. Where you're like, it really? Is. I don't want. I just want to watch it. I got. I want you to find gone. I just want to watch it. Yeah. I saw. I saw him in Jackass. I want. I want to watch him. <laughs> and Tyson's like, you serious? Yeah, yeah, no, my friend. I'm serious. I'm serious, my friend. I want you to fight him. Maybe that's why he didn't take it seriously. Yeah, because I bet she was like, fuck, this motherfucker's offering me money to fight this bum. Fuck it, I'll take him. And he's gonna pay me. He's gonna pay me what he guaranteed me two years ago to fight. Who's like, fuck. <laughs> oh fuck out to you. But no. I think the Saudi Prince is changing the game. He is. But how long is that gonna last? That's that's the thing too. How long? I, I've never I've not heard so far any fighter complain about I, the money in Saudi. So But you know what it is though? I like it because that it's competition. It, it is. is competition for the American networks to get their shit together, for the American public to get shit together. 
Because guess what? Me and you can't afford a fucking trip to Riyadh. No. Now no, people no, can't no. afford to go to Riyadh. No, man. Fuck no. So is the Saudi I, prince kind of is the Saudi prince kind of changing the actual boxing the business model on boxing now? You want to watch the best for the best? Okay, we got to put the money up then. So that means these bullshit fights have to end then. Yeah. And yeah. The, that's the, what people were like complaining about. Like, no more of these like one sided fucking fights that we know who's gonna win. Like, enough of this shit. No more Gamboa versus Tank. Yeah, no more Gamboa versus Tank. I, for years, people have been fucking complaining, and of course, the boxing don't give a shit. And the fact that two networks went bankrupt, paying these fighters these large amount of monies for yep. fights, and you don't want to see. And Saudi Prince is like, I'll pay you what you want, but it's not gonna be against this guy. Yeah, I want you, you to fight this guy. This guy, yep. I'll give you that money. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll give you even more if you fight this guy. Because they know how it is, man. Yeah, People because he's a, he, he's it. a he's a purist of the he's, game. Yeah, he is. Yeah, like if he he has fuck you money for him to be like, <laughs> I want to watch Tank versus Haney. That's what he said right there. And I, I would, I, I'm gonna call him right now. I I want to watch it. No my, no no problem, my friend. Whatever you want. I want sixty million. Not a problem. Sixty. Yeah, you want sixty, right? I'll give you sixty million. Not a problem. Um, can I wire you half now, half later? Now I want all of it. Okay, fine. Okay, give me a routing number. I'll send it right now. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? I bet you a lot of these fighters are like, yo, what the I fuck? Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, this is the thing. But the thing is that it's going to change the way we look at boxing now because now we're going to see the fights. We're going to see the big fights happen, but it's going to be overseas. Overseas, man. Yep. And that's going to change the business model now. Now, whether it's going to change it for the better, I don't know. We'll see. But know. right now, the way he's talking about, hey, I like the way he's talking. I want to make this fight. I want to make that fight. I, you know, fucking, I want to host these events here. He already did it with Day of Reckoning. He did it right now with having the two biggest UK rival promoters say, you guess how much money that, I, I don't even know. He hasn't disclosed it. For, for him, it's, it's like... So, Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren are like the Don King and Bob Arum. Oh, yeah, 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 How much money do you think he offered both of them? Be like, hey, I don't give a fuck that you guys argue. You guys don't like each other. I want five of your best fighters, and I want five of your best fighters, and I want to host in Riyadh. It's like telling Don King and Bob Arum in the 90s, I want five of your best fighters, and I want five of your best fighters, and I want them to fight each other. Money, no issue, my friend. Yeah. Money, no issue. Yeah, you're right. That was one of the, the that's one of the things that came out of the news. Frank Warren and Eddie Hearn have now signed contracts for the Queensberry versus Matchroom Five versus Five show, and Saudi Arabia. The fighters taking part of both teams will be announced during fight week for uh, Joshua versus Ngano in early March. Oscar, lay off the cocaine. Why don't you go to Syria <laughs> and tell Saudi and tell and them and tell them your Super Bowl dream of saying you want to put the first versus the best. And there's pictures of all all of them. Look at that. They're signing it and they're fucking smiling. I wish, and their eyes is full of money signs. <laughs> Brian, they come, imagine how much money this guy's offered these two promoters uh, to, uh, set, to set aside their differences and be to like, the point, "Is that way?" Yeah. Oscar, you did a you did a thing a couple months ago talking about that you want to host a Super Bowl of boxing. You don't guess what? The Zone doesn't have the money. ESPN doesn't have the money. I doubt Amazon will have the money. You know who has the money? The Saudi Prince. The Saudi Prince. Go to the Saudi prince and pitch him your idea and tell him, hey, I want to throw the Super Bowl of boxing. Yep. I want the be- I want my best fighter against their best fighter and, the ba- and, the- and almost the WrestleMania of boxing. 
Tell me the fucking side defense won't be like, no problem, my friend. Yeah. No problem. I can, I can make that happen. I'm telling you, bit the boxing model is going to change that. We're no longer going to see the big fights in Cowboy Stadium, right, T-Mobile uh, Arena, Allianz Stadium, Madison Square Garden. It's gonna the big fights are going to be hosted in Riyadh. Yep. I'm telling you, 2024, we're going to see the. I'm telling you, before Canelo retires, he's going to fight in Riyadh. The only way I can see Benavides with Canelo is in Riyadh. Riyadh. <laughs> You're telling me the big Mexican fight is going to happen in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. That that might happen. That might happen. Before Canelo retires, it's he's fighting in Saudi Arabia. It's crazy, it's crazy to, to think, think that, that right? That, that this one guy has this unlimited amount of money. For real. And says, not a problem, my friend. Not a problem. <laughs> it's crazy, right? It really is, actually, when you think about that. Changing the bit, changing the business. It now, is. whether for the good or the bad, I don't know. We'll find out. But right now, I'm liking this. I'm liking I, this. I, I am. I am liking this. Especially and the pay per views are lower. It is, and it's kind of like heading into a new era. That's what it feels like. Think about it. I didn't even disclose it for the pay per view for for Joshua Wilder. I bought that pay per view. It was forty bucks. Yeah, 40, 40 bucks. Is name it. the last time you saw a pay per view forty bucks. Fuck for that level card. I can't remember. Not since nineteen, not since nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, early two thousand. Did you see right. that pay per view price? I was gonna say why? Because the guy covered almost ninety percent of the so fucking. Like, oh, it wasn't necessary. Like, oh, necessary to put it up high. That's what I'm saying. It's like the equivalent of me telling you, I'm gonna pay for your, I'm gonna pay for mm-hmm. you and your girlfriend's dinner. I'll cover everything. Order which one? It's unlimited. Don't worry about the price. Don't even look at the fucking. Don't look at the price. Just order it. But just cover your parking. That's it. That's what they're doing. That's what this guy's doing. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm 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 ecstatic about that. Yeah. <coughs> oh man. And last one. I mean, this it's about but the fight happening in Saudi Arabia. Anthony Joshua versus Ngannou. Um, former undisputed heavyweight champ Lennox Lewis had something to say about that fight. Very interesting. He says, "My opinion: This fight adds zero credibility to AJ's resume. He's supposed to win this fight, and when he does." What does he gain or learn by beating someone in his second second heavyweight fight? If he loses, that's a, that's an absolute disaster. Heels the same stood for Fury, and it almost cost him everything. That's what that's what that's what he said. Ending her response by saying, "Listen into yesterday. The winner fights the the winner Fury versus Usyk undisputed, and when AJ joins the club, I know you will be delighted for him." They just they went back and forth. Okay, Eddie Hearn, I know this is the promoter uh, and you speaking, so I'll break it down like the boxing fan that I am. If AJ beats Ngannou, which he should, does that elevate him to a shot at the undisputed? Beating Wallen and Ngannou, there's a there's a much better case for the winner of Parker versus Zhang. Yeah, I agree with that one. I th- think there's more. Oh, God. And he goes, I think, yeah, Lennox goes, and if AJ gets through Ngannou and new sequence of speed, yeah, here we go. And if uh, and if AJ gets through Ngano and Usyk wins undisputed, is the appetite for the Usyk Joshua Joshua three out there? If Fury becomes undisputed, the man says he's vacating all the belts, but the WBC in the ring, so Fury in effect becomes last undisputed until someone else can Thanos them back together. I still want to see AJ fight Fury and Wilder. Those are the big fights. But like I told Mike Tyson, if you keep fighting guys like Lou Severs, you would never never be ready for me. I agree with Lennox. 
beating Ngannou doesn't bring him anything. Mm-hmm. Now, does does Lennox? I mean, does uh, Joshua deserve a, a title fight? Does, does Joshua deserve the winner of Usyk Fury? On paper, yes, he's a draw. On as a as a purist of the game, no, I think Zhang versus Parker deserve it. Because they they out there fighting contenders, you know he, mm-hmm. he beat uh, Joe Joyce, Parker beat um, um, Wilder. He's been on the thick. These guys have been out there fighting top ten heavyweights for the last couple of years mm-hmm. now. Not top ten, but they've been active heavyweights. No, I think that the winner of Zhang Parker deserve a shot, but the politics and mm-hmm. the money fights not there. Saudi Prince will most, will most likely pay for that fight. Yeah, exactly. Um. I think Wilder. I mean, I think I think Joshua will win because the cat's out of the bag. Mm-hmm. We've already seen what Engano can bring to the table. Yeah, I think Fury. Fury's a weight bully. <laughs> I think when he realized he was going against a strong, rugged, heavyweight, regardless of of uh, of abilities. Yeah, he's MMA, but he's a heavyweight. Heavyweight. Who knows how to move his weight around? Yep. It's. I think it was like, oh shit. Like, oh, shit, this motherfucker, this motherfucker can move me. Yeah. Like, I'm moving motherfuckers at this weight. This motherfucker's like, this guy's like, I'm, I'm heavier than him by 30, 40 pounds, and he's moving me? Fury had to think on think on his feet and goes, fuck, I shouldn't have fucking had, I shouldn't have been on that buffet. Joshua, a new sense of confidence, realizes this is a big money fight. I don't think he's going to take it lightly. I think watching him fight Tyson Fury also made him realize, okay, I can't take this guy lightly. Mm-hmm. This guy can, this guy can punch. This guy is wild. I think he'll beat him. But what does he win? Nothing. Nothing. It just proves, proves that you know, the difference between MMA and boxers. Simple as that. Um, I think I told Carnitas King that I think Joshua knocks out Engano, mm-hmm. and I think this might be the last time we see MMA fighters jump into the ring against wow. elite. Mm-hmm. Fighters like elite fighters, yeah. because um, people go back. Well, I mean, MMA fight, MMA guys have been jumping in the ring, yeah, but they get Jake Paul. Jake Paul's not an elite. Yeah, he's not a really elite. Floyd was out of was out of the game already. That wasn't that wasn't elite Floyd. No, that was just Floyd. And Ghana's jumping in with the number three ranked heavyweight yeah. in the world. It it would be embarrassing if he goes the full distance with Ngannou. Yeah. Especially when you're a top three heavyweight, I think Joshua beats him up and hurts him, and I think that might that might be the last time we might see that type of fight because I think Ngannou might get hurt. Yeah, because again, the cat's out of the bag. We know we know the guy can fight, but can he make the adjustments? Can he do this? No, we can't. We mm-hmm. we saw he didn't do it against Fury. You know, Fury Fury and Joshua complete opposites. I don't see that happening. No. But I agree with Lennox Lewis. What does he get off that win? He gets a nice payday. And I think he stays active because I think the Saudi prince promised him. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Constellation Prize, Wilder lost. I get it. But I want to still see you fight. How about I pay you $20, $30 million to fight Ngannou, but I guarantee you the winner of Usyk Fury here in Riyadh. I want to side. I want to do that for mm-hmm. you, because you know what? Uh, you know the, this this fight fell off because of Wilder. Not your fault. Yeah. But I want to still pay you. Not the same amount of money I promised you for Wilder. Yeah. But I want to pay you 
and I want to. I want you to fight in Ganu because I think it'll be a great fucking fight. Both of you guys are Adonises. Look at you, Greek gods. So I'll pay you this. I'll pay you for this fight, and you win. I guarantee you the winner of Usyk Fury ends in Riyadh, mm-hmm. and I'll pay you more money for that fight. And Charles was like, "All right, fuck it then." It's the same equivalent to where Fury came when Fury came back to the Saudi president. Goes, right, "I'll fight Usyk." Okay, cool, but um, I'm gonna need you to fight Engano now because yeah. I, I don't know why I just want to watch it. <laughs> and here's the here's here's the here's money. So get out, yeah. come, come back in a <laughs> come back in a couple months to fight. Same equivalent. So it's the same shit again. It's the Saudi prince just being the Saudi prince having fuck you money and say, hey, look, the Wilder fucked up the money for this fight, but I don't want to punish you. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm interested to see you against this guy because this guy's. You know, he's pretty interesting, and yeah. I just want to watch it. <laughs> I just I just like to watch. So, here, and then I'll give you this winner. That's what he, that's what he gets off of mm-hmm. that win. So, for Lennox Lewis, who's been a student of the game and the business of boxing, doesn't realize that this is just a tune-up fight, and this is just a consolation prize because Wilder fucked up the bag, mm-hmm. a, then Lennox Lewis doesn't, doesn't see the sport that I see now. Yeah. Because you're telling me that, if back in the day the Saudi prince offered him the same amount of money, he wouldn't have taken that. He would have taken that exhibition fight. Oh, he would have. And in return, told him, take this fight, and then you'll. And I want you to fight Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Tyson, Ty- Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, oh fuck yeah! What about what, what, what do you get? You get a big money fight and a guaranteed shot at the undisputed champion. But he is right. If you lose, but it's a big if though. It's a big if because you think Joshua doesn't know what's writing here. Joshua knows what's writing to this writing here. It really is. Yeah. A shot at the undisputed championship. Another crack at the title. Mm-hmm. This is what you want. That's what he won since he lost to Osa. Yeah, that's what you want. Another crack at the title, and you don't gotta go through Parker, Zang, all these other guys. You get a direct shot. It's just that you gotta do a pit stop real quick with Ngannou for for stupid money. To make even stupider money against the winner, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. But the risk is you do you, you risk losing to Engano. Yeah, but I don't think he loses to Engano. I think we already saw what Engano's about. Why do you think Conor McGregor never came back to boxing? We saw what Conor brings to the table. He ain't bringing nothing. He ain't bringing nothing. He ain't bringing nothing else to the table. He gets beaten by all the fucking fighters. Doesn't bring nothing else. Yeah. So here is like, what else is Engano going to bring to the table? I, I don't know where Engano going to become a defensive master. I don't know where Engano's going to be a a, a boxing tactician. Yeah. Like, I don't know where. So what's he bringing to the table? Fucking Joshua just destroyed a top ten heavyweight like last month. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. What do you think he's going to do to this guy? Yeah. That's just my opinion. I don't know what you think. I um. It's one of those things where um, it it it's. It's not. Um, how do you say it? Because I feel like it's not. Tr- it's not. It's not tradition to do that. You you do expect them to go up against the you know the top contenders before fighting, you know, for the belt. So that's it's, that's how I see it. It's a complicated situation where like it should be that way, but it's not that way because that's how boxing it is now. I that's the best way I can describe how I, I think of it. So I get where Lennox Lewis is coming from. He's having that old school mentality. I get it. But it's it's not like that anymore, sadly. That's how I see it. 
So he's getting, like you said, stupid money to fight Ngano, and after that, he gets a shot at the belt. Like, wow. That's that's boxing right now today. Especially in, I guess, Saudi Arabia. <coughs> that's what kind of was in the last segment. Mm-hmm. This guy's changing the way the sport is going. Yep. You're going to see certain fights that like you're like, on paper, like, oh, fuck, that's interesting. Okay, I want to see that. And then you're going to see the best versus the best. Mm-hmm. Say what you want. Fucking um, Joshua is the number three ranked best heavy in the yeah. world. How is he not getting a direct shot? Yeah, in a in a very normal world where there's no politics, no money yeah. involved. Yeah, he should fight the winner of Parker Zhang. Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, we all very agree. Obvious, we all yeah. agree. But the big money fight for the Saudi prince, for the Saudi prince, we're all in. We're all. We're we're just here for the ride. It's a Saudi prince. Show. It is, yeah. If you think about it, yeah, we are it's in for the fucking ride. It's the Saudi prince show. Yeah. If the Saudi prince wants them to do that, that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. He has the money for it. Exactly. He has the money for it. Exactly. And so, and in a way, like I get what you're saying, but I also get what Lennox was coming from. No. I get where he's coming from. So I understand why he said all that. I fucking get it. But yeah, if, if you look it up, I think it's on Fight Hub. They posted the whole fucking thing. They kept, they just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And of course, they didn't defend him. Yeah, you know, of course, he's not going to shit on the Saudi prince. No, decision. he's not going to exactly. He's not going to shit on it. He's not going to shit on the Saudi prince. He's not going to shit on his own fighter. No, of course not. that's what's happening. Look, originally, Wilder was supposed to win. Yeah, he didn't. Joshua would have waited what a whole fucking year. He would have what fought until the end of the year against the winner of Fury uh, Usyk. Usyk, uh-huh. that's even if the fight would have happened. Yeah. Instead. Saudi Prince, like I said, is giving him a constellation. Hey, Wilder fucked up, but there's no need for... I still want to see you, and this piques my interest. Fight this guy. Yeah. And, you know, just so you don't think I'm, I'm fucking you around, I guarantee you a fucking straight title fight. Straight title fight against the fucking winner of Usyk Fury. Wow. I mean, there's no, that means there's no rematch clause for either guy. Not that I know of, no. It's a straight tournament style. It's like a straight okay. tournament, actually, yeah. And Lennox Lewis doesn't even know. Who knows? The Saudi, the Saudi prince might be very um, entertained by watching Us- um, Parker versus Zhang and be like, damn, now imagine the winner of Joshua. Uh, if Joshua wins and whoever wins between Usyk and Fury and then the, then fights Joshua and the winner mm-hmm. of that fight fights the winner of Parker Zhang. Yeah. Oh fuck! No problem, my friend. Not a problem. <laughs> and you can Lennox and still get that fight he wants. It's just it's not going to happen when you want it, when though. You want it, yeah. Again, we're just along for the show. This yeah, is the Saudi really Prince show. Yeah, they were along for the ride. This is the Saudi Prince show. The Saudis are fucking dictating mm-hmm. the way this is going to go right now in boxing. They really are, especially heavyweight boxing. They are dictating heavyweight boxing right now. They're dictating it. They really are. They're the ones putting the money in the table. They're the ones going, this is what I want to watch. This is what I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes or no. And yeah. of course, they're like, oh, anything you say, anything you want. Anything you want, boss. Because there's nobody in planet Earth that would say no to that type of stupid money on the table. Oh, no. No. Let's be honest. Come on, no. Nobody. 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 I'll fucking take it. I'll take yeah. it. So, before we end it, we didn't review last weekend's fight. Arthur Betterbeev wins. Yes, he did. Oh, my Astounding knockout God. against game... Game I mean, Smith. Of course, there's speculation that this guy was on on PEDs. That's what they're saying because they, they feel like on for his age they should be declining. But what's the last thing I've always said that goes? 
power. Is 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 Bitterview the fastest fighter? Um, he's one of the strongest. But the power doesn't go, bro. Yeah, he's one of the fucking strongest. Yeah. Fucking George Foreman was knocking motherfuckers out at 45. He knocked out Michael Moore for the heavyweight title. He got lucky. That's what he said. Yeah, that's why you didn't cut up. What the fuck? I know, right? But yeah, yeah, of course, people were, people were saying, like, ah, he must be on PEDs. But besides that, because I wanted to mention that, people had been saying that. What a fucking performance, man. I'm I'm over here like, you know what? Yes, I want to see him fight Bivol now. Like, yes, I'm I'm in it now. Now, here's the thing. The fact that this is fight taking place in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. not the United States. That's the United States. They're not marketable fighters. They could have fought here for chump change. They could have. They could have fought over here in Vegas for chump change in front of 9,000 people. Right. And, okay. and got paid a million apiece. Maybe. Maybe, right? Maybe. Maybe, maybe two million at okay, least, Okay, let's right? just say two million. Like two million. Saudi Prince is probably offering them 10, <laughs> 15 million apiece. Probably, right? In front of 10,000 people. Yep. He said it. He wants that fight. That's a boxing fan. It is. If I had that, if I had that money, I would do. Oh, it. Oh fuck yeah, I would do it too. I would do everything in my power to make the fights I want to watch. Oh yeah. Like oh, I want that fight. Call him up. Offer him. I don't care. Offer him. So I fucking agree with that. I can't wait for that fight. I can't um, wait for that fight too. Better via fucking great performance against a game, Countless Smith. Yep. I think. Chandler Smith, when he got hit with that stiff jab. Oh, my God, the jab. The jab was the night. The uh, better be have established the jab first. He established the harder thudding jab. I think Chandler Smith did, he couldn't get out, couldn't, couldn't get past that power no. jab. He was just marking him, man. And I think everything he was throwing, everything he was doing, he didn't see results. And no. he would go to plan A, B, C, D, Smith E, F, G. Landing. He was going through every game plan. And better be have just kept. Coming and going, kept just walking him, kept just kept throwing that jab and just wore the guy out, beat him up, just beat him up, yeah, beat him to beat him up to basically to for Buddy McGirt was the Buddy McGirt? It was Buddy McGirt, yeah. Buddy McGirt to be like you've had it. Oh my god, he saw him. He was just trying to tell the ref like, "Dude, it's over. It's over." Good fight. Good fucking fight. Good fight. Regardless of the PD, exactly. Regardless of the PD scandal, PDs. good fight. You can't take away a guy's performance, especially when the guy's been doing this stuff. Like he test. Uh, I'll wait till more results come. Right. I'll, I'll leave it as that. I'm not, yeah, not going to exactly. say more. I'm going to wait until more yeah, results yeah. come. But this guy's been on a, on a knockout streak. He's been he's the, he he's on the WBC drug testing thing. He yes. hasn't failed once. Yeah. This was an ab, an abnormal, uh, abnormality that was found. Mm-hmm. It's still being looked at. The fight the fa- the fact that the fight still went on showed that it wasn't that much of a big deal. Big deal. Yep. So get out. I mean, for the people that talk shit. You guys are probably the same people that try to defend the clambuterol on Canelo Alvarez's test. <laughs> right. So shut the fuck up. Ooh, you good? I'm good. I'm good, man. That was a good episode. That was actually that was a long really episode. Um, really ladies was. and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for signing on. Real quick, um, I'm going to post it on my page tomorrow on the Rambling page and the Geek um, in the JMB or Boxy page. I'm heading to Vegas. If y'all want to wish me a happy birthday and buy me a drink, I will put on a, I will put on a a Zell account so you guys can Zell me a money, whether it be five bucks, ten bucks, doesn't matter. If you want to buy me a drink, you guys are more than welcome to for the cult leader. You know, I'm in Vegas. I need drinks. Uh, if you got, again, it's not mandatory, but if y'all want to, it's right there. I'll put the link on tomorrow. Um, don't forget to follow us on uh, IG here on the JMB Ray Boxing Pod OG. Don't forget to follow the Rambling Network. We got plenty of good shows. Like, I Need a Freak Podcast has a new episode out right now. 
Um, Rambling's going to be on break for this weekend, but we'll be back next week as we're on the road to 300. 300. 300. 300. <laughs> um, other than that, enjoy yourself. Drink responsibly. Anything you want on my bad? No, 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 no. Again, thank you for listening to us, and we'll be back very, very soon. Oh, don't for, uh, also, don't forget to give us a five-star rating. It helps with the visibility of tonight's episode and future episodes. Also, we're debating whether or not we're going to do Super Bowl week, February 8th, Teofimo Lopez versus Jermaine, or- Jermaine uh, Ortiz. We may do it with your fight club, or we might just do an Instagram live where we're just watching the fight. Either way, it's, 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 it's still a winner fight club. It's still a winner fight club. So we're still debating. Um, I'm trying to talk Gabe until he's coming down. He says it's too late because we both have to work the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> but I told Gabe, it's not like we have to drink. It just, you know, just watch the fight. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, regardless, I'll, I'm going to watch the fight. If it oh, means, for sure. Yeah. I mean, me and will watch the fight. If it means us going on Instagram Live, we'll go on Instagram Live like we did for that uh, Haney fight. Haney fight, yes. There you go. We went live. Uh-huh. Again, drink responsibly because I won't because it's my motherfucking birthday. Enjoy yourself. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.